0: Last week, the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, which means that states in the US can now be much stricter with abortions and about half the states are expected to make it harder or nearly impossible to get an abortion. And being a science show and all that, what we noticed is that the Supreme Court said a bunch of statements about abortions. Scientific-sounding statements. Like, they said that fingernails and toenails begin to form at 10 weeks. And in pop culture, fetuses having fingernails also seems to come up. Like in that movie, Juno. You know, the indie film about a teenager getting pregnant. Your your baby probably has a beating heart, you know. It can feel pain. And it has fingernails. Fingernails? Really? Really? Well, it is true that fingernails and toenails begin to develop after around 10 weeks' gestation. But what that means is that there's these flat spots at the end of fingertips. Actual nails don't pop up until around 32 weeks' gestation.
1: Well, fingernails is the last. That's like like when we think about a baby coming out with fingernails, that's not happening until closer, much closer to the end.
0: That's Dr. Amita Murthy. When we spoke to her, she was an assistant professor in obstetrics and gynaecology at New York University. She taught med students about fetal development. What's your favourite stage of it? Do you have a favourite? <laughs> That's the wrong question to ask me. Why, because you love them all? Or? I love them all. OK, so let's start at the very beginning. When two people love each other very much. OK, who are we kidding? Let's start here. The sperm is in the vagina, and it makes a beeline for the egg. If it breaks through, fertilization begins. Amida told us that after the egg is fertilized by a sperm, it divides into two cells, and those cells divide into more cells until it creates this ball of cells.
1: Microscopically, looks like a wriggling ball. The cells are dividing and separating. That wriggling
0: ball will soon divide into what Amita called an inner cell mass and
1: an outer cell mass. The inner cell mass is now actually multiple cell layers deep. We're talking about 30, 40, 50 cell layers deep. So it's like if you can imagine like a sandwich with lots and lots and lots of lots of meat layers in there and cheese or whatever. So it's like that. And then imagine like you start to roll the sandwich into a burrito kind of thing. Right, okay, so what Amita is describing here is that
0: ball of cells, the the sandwich. It's folding in on itself to create that distinctive shape of a fetus, the kind of curve, or as she describes it, the burrito. So all this is happening in the first few weeks, and this burrito, sandwich, whatever thing that Amita is describing, it's really just a tiny, tiny clump of cells. And by this point, many people who are pregnant actually don't know what's cooking inside. They don't know they're pregnant just yet. In fact, it's only once you've missed a period, weeks after the sperm has met the egg, that you might take a pregnancy test. Okay. so according to the CDC, the majority of abortions happen in the first eight weeks or so. And when they say eight weeks, they're actually using what's called gestational age, which means the clock starts running from the first day of your last period, which obviously would have been before you actually got pregnant. But often doctors don't know which stup made the pregnancy. So this is what they use and what we'll use. Right, so we're at eight weeks. At this point, this little thing cooking... It's an embryo. It won't be a fetus for several weeks now. And this embryo, it's about 15 millimetres, which is roughly the size of a pumpkin seed. And the pumpkin seed? It has some teeny tiny little organs, including a teeny
1: tiny heart. It'll start out as a two-chamber muscle and then starts to become a three- and then a four-chamber muscle, and it it is moving And once it starts moving quickly, that's when it starts pushing blood through the fetal body. You have a fully formed tiny little heart, four chambers. And when When you say tiny little, how little are we talking? I mean, we're talking microscopic. (laughs) And it can do that stuff. Yeah, it can do that stuff. It's kind of amazing.
0: You can't see it with the naked eye, and yet it's pumping blood around the embryo's body. Your baby probably has a beating heart, you know. So Juno got that heart thing right. It can feel pain. And then there's this question of whether a fetus can feel pain. And this comes up a lot, not just in indie films featuring Michael Cera. Yeah, he was in Juno. Anyway, it also came up in the Supreme Court opinion. They were basically working off the assumption that a fetus can feel pain. So, can they? Well, this is a tricky question to answer.
1: I need to be the fetus, unfortunately. No, you can't interview a fetus, but there have been studies done in animals, brain scans, brain wave studies done on prematurely delivered babies, observation, dissection in, like, cadavers, things like that.
0: So using these types of studies, Amita says that as best as science can tell, there are several steps that are needed for a fetus or anyone to feel pain. First, you need to have pain receptors, which are sensors that can detect something painful. And then they kind of create this electrical pain signal. Second, you need to have nerve fibers that connect that pain signal to the spinal cord and up into the brain. And finally, you need to have a brain that's developed enough to process that pain signal. So let's go through it. When do all of these things start happening? When do the pain receptors start to form? So that's pretty early. Amita tells us that at around six weeks, nerve fibres start to be found in the skin. They can sense touch, vibration and temperature. But these early nerves, they can't sense pain. That's according to a detailed report on fetal pain and awareness published by the UK Royal College of Obstetricians and Gynaecologists. That report said that immature pain receptors start forming at 10 weeks or so. And until then, quote, pain is clearly not possible, end quote. Now, Amita says that all that these pain receptors do at this point is create an electrical signal that says, ouch. To actually feel that, ouch, we need the wiring that can send those signals to the spinal cord and up into the brain. When do we get that wiring? Well, we know that from about 18 to 20 weeks, a fetus will respond if you accidentally poke it with a needle, which Amita says you might do, say, during a procedure called
1: an amniocentesis. So, for example, if you're doing an amniocentesis and you mistakenly hit the hand, the fetus will move the hand away. But to a meter, that reflex response is very, very different
0: to pain.
1: That is reflex. But the understanding that something sharp has hit and that it is bad and that that bad sensation is pain is not there.
0: How how can we be sure?
1: Because we know that there's no cortex at that time. And we
0: need the cortex to feel that pain.
1: We need the cortex to understand that that is pain. You don't need the cortex for the reflexive action, but to understand that that is a bad thing, and then that bad thing is pain, you need the cortex for. Which
0: brings us to the final stage of development that many researchers think is needed to be able to feel pain. Our complex cortex. That is that thick, wrinkly part of the brain that many of us think of when we're thinking of a brain.
1: You don't get real cortex until the end of the second trimester, and the completion of connections, like, through the midbrain, lower brain, into the cortex doesn't happen until 26 to 28 weeks.
0: By now, the fetus is really getting along. Amida says that at 24 weeks, or around six months, the wiring is getting connected... And this is why that Royal College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists report concluded that this, quote, implies pain is not possible until after 24 weeks. According to the CDC, in 2019, 99% of abortions in the US happened before this time. So when it comes to fetuses feeling pain, the best evidence we have tells us for virtually all abortions, this isn't happening. If you enjoyed this mini episode of Science Versus, then you've got to head over to our full feed. It's where we have these beautiful episodes about all kinds of sciencey things. Just search for Science Versus, that's Science VS, in Spotify, and you can learn all about ASMR, you know, that weird thing on the internet where people whisper and they feel good or terrible. We had lots of feedback that people thought it was awful. Stop doing it. If you're not into that, there's an awesome episode on processed food and whether it's killing us or not. And it has actually changed how I feed myself. So go check it out. Science versus. I'm Wendy Zuckerman. Fact you next time.